0: Hey, gang. It's me, your boy. Back again. We did it. We're alive. Hope you enjoyed your week. There was some interesting basketball stuff that happened. Jason Tatum dropped 60 points. This ain't the pod for that, boys. We don't give a fuck about basketball. I had Matt on again. Let's get right into it. Hello, world. Um... I'm talking to you from the other side of a $40 Instagram ad campaign. So we're blowing up. So yeah, we're into episode 14. This was one of the weirder weeks, kind of boring. You know, I felt like for a while there we were, were on a roll of just absolute debauchery, like everyone is, had just thrown in the towel. Starting with this decade, we felt like morality was gone. Civility would not reign. But this week was pretty chill, you know, outside of the NFL draft, which we will get into really wasn't a lot going on. So in baseball, which is kind of a pussy sport, I do love it. Great for gambling. But if it rains a little bit, a little drizzle, they go ahead and they cancel the whole fucking game. So for a casual fan or somebody that's not keeping track in general, baseball is 162 games, a lot of games. There's also a finite time that they have to be able to play those games. So in the instance, which is inevitable, right, we live in fucking America, you know, you're going to get a little rain. It's going to get a little wet. So Madison Gardner, starting pitcher for the Diamondbacks, was pitching the doubleheader, like Matt said, against the Braves in Atlanta. And in baseball in this situation, rather than playing traditional nine innings as a standard in baseball, they go ahead and play two games that are seven, which is weird because it almost feels like more. Um, and in no other sport is this analogous like in ice hockey, you know, they don't go into OT because you went into OT or some shit. They don't only play two periods the next game. I think this is another boomer baseball traditionalist rule. Um, in general, what do you think? Do you think that he deserves to have a no hitter despite it not being a full nine innings?
1: Yes, because the MLB set the game at seven innings. So therefore you said the full game is seven innings. That's a no hitter.
0: Yeah, but it's not a full game, Matt. Well, last
1: year wasn't a full season. Did the Dodgers about- win the World Series then?
0: How about this? How about if he goes out next week or next start and pitches the first two innings? No hit. Then I'll give it to him, right? At that point, I'll shut the fuck up. Because that's a full nine. Right? I mean that makes sense to me. It's a no hitter. You set the rules. But that's Dude, a full it's not, game. It's not a no hitter because how many how many pitchers have pitched seven plus fucking innings of no hit baseball and haven't gotten a fucking no hitter? Well, agree to disagree. Matt Bumgarner, in general, he he's speaking of you know bum. He's been bummy this year, and this was a fluke, and he doesn't deserve it. And the Diamondbacks are the weirdest organization. I forget they exist. I don't know if anyone goes to their games and they're the least deserving organization for this to happen. So so you know what? Everything happens for a reason, Matt. You know, when this gets uploaded, it will be Sunday. That is the Lord's Day. As you know, I am a devout man of God. And you know, Bumgardner, he's just I'm done with it. I'm over it. And frankly, you need to get to 9 innings for me to be impressed. You know, I'm looking at my dog right now. Like he doesn't care, Matt. 7 innings, it doesn't get him going. I mean, is Vito interested? Like, does he care about seven innings and no-hit baseball? Why don't you go ahead and ask him?
1: No, Vito growled at at a B today, so I don't think anything's really holding his attention. Like, I take a B
0: just existing around me as a personal attack at all times. Um, I don't fuck with insects either, you know? They don't have red blood. Have you thought about that? They're like an alien. I haven't thought about that, no. It's literally an alien right? You kill a rat, you kill this other shit, you, you squash something, you hit something on the road.
1: That's true. They got weird antennas, they got a bunch of little eyes.
0: They have a thorax, you know, an exoskeleton. These things are... You know, we complain about UFOs. There's fucking UFOs all around us, buddy. It's called, like, an ant. Um, yeah, not a big fan of insects. So, shouts out to Vito, because that obviously was traumatic. So, moving off of the bomb, Logan Paul. So the other Paul, there are two, and this is the older one. Um, he also boxes. It's hard to keep up with, honestly. Like I thought I was on top of it, but I, I honestly didn't know they both were fighting. And this one actually apparently has some clout because he has agreed to a fight with none, none other than uh, Floyd Mayweather. Undefeated, 50-0. And, and this would be the first time he'd be fighting professionally since taking on Conor McGregor. That was This is going to be bad. McGregor Mayweather though was at least entertaining, you know, we bought it. I actually think I watched it. It's entertaining. Earlier. And and McGregor's a professional fighter and he won a couple rounds and it was more to be what I expected. To me there's no reason as to why this can't be a similar situation. Like Logan Paul's fucking huge, dude. He's like 6'3" 220. And at a certain point Floyd is closer to 50. Hey, he's 44 years old, bro. That's fucking Old dude, that is—he's a boomer. Like he had a Walkman type shit. McGregor makes sense, right? That was like a hundred million dollars. Him fighting Logan Paul, what is he gonna get? A couple mil? I really feel like for him, it's to pay the bills for the winner You know, he's somebody that doesn't doesn't strike me as a fiscally conservative.
1: Logan Paul is gonna be the bigger fighter by a lot. So it's going to be at least a thirty-pound difference. However, being the bigger fighter ain't always the best thing. I know a lot of people don't like Floyd because of his style of fighting, but I like to say he's boring. Hit and don't get hit, and that's Floyd. Logan Paul's not going to be able to touch him.
0: Okay, so most likely we'll illegally stream it. Similar kind of thing here with the Kentucky Derby. I mean, it's super dope. It happened this weekend. Medina Spirit won with Bob Baffert as the trainer. You know, shouts out Saratoga. That's his home track. He's basically solidified himself. Big Dick Baffert. Really the Michael Jordan here of putting steroids into a horse's asshole. And it's impressive. But do I care? I mean, I do right now. But will I next week? Probably not. I don't really care. I couldn't bet in it again. I live in a, a fascist Cuomo state. But if I had the ability
1: to, I'm sure I would have had some skin in the game. You need an entirely different website and setup to bet on horse racing, and that pisses me off. Or you have to go to the OTB, which is That's correct.
0: notoriously classy, safe. And, uh, you know, you, you get your money's worth there. Definitely not any shitty or nefarious people. And in general, right, that's not necessarily convenient. Like hepatitis C is a thing, and it's most prevalent outside of those places. So, yeah, you trying to avoid that and just sit on your couch and win a couple grand. I'm about that. And that's not yes. a lot of where we're at. It is cool to see Bob Baffert, again, local people out here just hanging dick. Aaron Rodgers was there. He still has an ad solid communication with the Green Bay Packers for an office, despite the draft occurring this weekend. And uh, that's really the big news outside of the stuff that we just touched on. Boring week, a lot of boring people. You know, if you're listening to this, I hope you're not boring, but you probably had a boring week. Oh, we did my taxes and I owe. So that's exciting. So, NFL draft. Matt is a Pittsburgh homer. I, obviously, right? World traveler, very cultured, love the Rams. I'm in LA all the time. Makes sense. We're going to touch on that. We're going to break down to you people. Did your team fuck it up? Did they do good? You know, is your coach going to get fired? Should he be fired? Where am I? Do I have a drinking problem? We're going to answer all these questions for you. Um, and I got Matt with us again. So get ready. Cause there's going to be some fireworks because Matt drank a lot before this. And despite him denying it right now, he's drunk and, uh, I'm going to get the best out of it. What'd you say? My sweet love who just interrupted me on my live podcast. That's growing. We're on Apple. We are on Spotify. If you are on Apple podcast, please go ahead. Five star, go ahead and subscribe. NFL Draft was this week, three days long, 252 picks, compensatory picks. There's a lot of shit going on, a lot of trades, a lot of souse from NFL Draft Weekend 2021. Real quick with a hot off the presses fun fact, 15th overall pick, Alabama quarterback Mac Jones. The name fits the title, baby. Really, I bring him up specifically because for one, he went to the Patriots, the most no bullshit, can you have the TPS reports done up the way I asked type organization in the league. And this is a dude, not the best decision making. People need to be reminded that Mac Jones got a DWI. This was in Tuscaloosa County. And according to their sheriff's office at the time, this was a freshman Mac Jones. So two years ago, he was 19 years old. He was arrested at 2.14 a.m., and he was involved in a car accident with another vehicle. They pulled your boy out. They said, hey, uh, buddy, why don't you walk in a straight line for us? He's like, how about I throw an out route? They're like, that doesn't help. He failed the sobriety test. They also discovered at that point that he, in fact, was intoxicated. This was all spurned by the fact that your boy had a fake ID, which who doesn't? But, uh, you know, maybe throw that in the bush. Before you, before you do the sobriety test, there's a median, there's a sidewalk, you know, there's maybe a crick down the way. You're in Alabama. That's God's country. His bond was set at one thousand dollars, and he was suspended for a couple games uh, that season. This is before, really, his resurgence and jumping onto the scene to become again a first round pick in the twenty twenty one NFL draft
1: but also can catch other, He He's like a Lev Bell clone. So just without the shitty rapping. Lev Bell has some good
0: songs. He has a song with Lil Dirk that I'm not even joking to you. Is first team all slapper. Like it's right. now, you know, correspondent, big dick, Matt, I brought you in specifically for some draft coverage. So, you know, you want to get into it?
1: Absolutely. It's about time we talk some football.
0: Yeah, I actually, I should call you Seth Rogan because that's what my friends call you, which I guess now that I listen to it, you do sound like him, although you're not a degenerate, um, you know, drug addict director. So that at least you have that going for you.
1: But yeah, so the Steelers took Najee. Like, how do you feel? I love it. For the first time in I don't know how long, being a Steelers fan, we actually got a guy that made sense in the first round. I feel like for the last few years, every time they've taken a first round pick, it's been kind of questionable. Terrell Terrible. Edmonds.
0: Terrible. Najee Harris, though, off the field is an excellent person. So he is a power running back. Reminds me of Steven Jackson of the early 2000s ilk um, from Alabama. Broke Derrick Henry's. Yes, that Derrick Henry broke that kid's records at the school. And uh, he's a true senior, got his degree. And he actually, from what I understand, through a draft party, at the same homeless shelter where him and his mother um, kind of stayed for a few years when he was of middle school age. So to go back there and really show the appreciation, like pull the kids in and not diddle them and be like, hey, I'm actually a mentor to you. Look what I did. Now I hurdle people, break their ankles, and I cash checks. Like, buddy, that, that jersey should already be in the mail. Do you know what number
1: he's going to wear? Oh, I, I feel like it's hard to predict numbers now, especially with the new rule. I think he was, what number was he at? Alabama. 22, I believe. 22. I believe that number should be available. Cause I think that was Steven Nelson who has been shipped off.
0: That sounds like the attendant at an IHOP or something. That does not sound like
1: hey, I'm going to remove about it because he's not going to come off the field every down back. Good. I don't know who that is.
0: Um, He is a drill rapper from Chicago. He's one of the okay. Lills, but he's a good so he's one. On. You know, he's, So he's one of the few that haven't been shot in Chicago. Now, I will say there were some teams, though, that didn't do as well. Okay, Seattle Seahawks, what the fuck are you doing? They had like two picks. They took a receiver. You have nobody blocking for Russell Wilson. Nobody. Nobody. He's going to leave. Also, I think a team that consistently baffles me, and it's somebody that I root for, right? Great jerseys. New stadium, open container laws at the stadium, they, they don't even apply. You can, you can just be a degenerate. Yes, I'm talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. They had a terrible draft. They drafted an offensive lineman in the first round that literally
1: is bad at blocking people. Curious. I got to look up who their first round picks have been the last few years because I feel like none of them were good. Except for Henry yeah. Ruggs last year.
0: But even then, so Henry
1: Ruggs last year had 400 yards. That's terrible. It's terrible, but he at least has... He made sense, though. Like, he has talent. Does he? Who the hell is Damon Arnett?
0: Terrible. He's... Speaking of bad rappers, his music is terrible. And he calls himself the Spider? Hashtag Netway? And his passer rating when targeted is like 150, bro. It's like, let's, let's work on that first, right? I, I believe in your skills. You probably have them bars, bro. But honestly, like, let's work on what's going on on the football
1: field. Has uh, Cleveland Farrell done anything since getting picked fourth overall? I think I, that's the one that really stands out. Absolutely nothing.
0: But it's not because if you go to the next year's draft, they also missed in that year as well. So Jonathan Abram is terrible. I'm sorry. Like I he's bad. He plays like six games a year. He can't cover anybody. And he's an idiot. And if this makes it to him, like, you know, that's slightly intimidating. But I stand behind what I said. You're a weirdo. In conclusion, overall, the draft was pretty dope. Not a lot of trades, rather quiet. You know, a lot of zoom stuff going on. I think another team to look out for was the Lions. They had a good draft. They're not necessarily gonna win games. Because they have a mouth breather at quarterback, Jared Goff, who is absolutely atrocious and will get exposed this year as the slime and as the snake that he is. And I don't mean slime in a good way. I mean slime as in this person is someone you cannot trust with your young children, with your pets or animals, and especially with the keys to your franchise. Another team. And I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers. So Aaron Rodgers this week, a report came out, and it's been verified by USA Today. A lot of different publications, a lot of fake news, a lot of real news too, that him and the front office of the team, they don't get along. They don't like each other, to the point where an ultimatum has been presented by Aaron Rodgers' agent and his camp to the front office of the Packers, saying, listen, it's either me or it's the GM. And the GM's name is Guta Kunst. So just based off that, I don't like him. And I would pick Aaron, who's coming off an MVP season. Also, mind you, he just did the Jeopardy stuff. Did you watch
1: him? No, I, I try not to watch Jeopardy because the questions just... Why? Like, like I'm stupid. The questions are ridiculous. First off, everybody involved
0: slightly on the spectrum secondly i'm pretty good at the movie ones like you would probably surprise yourself the questions are easy because the typical people that are in jeopardy they don't watch like bad boys Two. you know they're not watching well yes they should but they don't have the time matt because they're sitting there studying about aerospace engineering and you know how to split the atom which is important but also stupid I mean, what would you do? So you have an MVP quarterback and you have a GM who year after year is drafting fullbacks in the third round. I mean, if you don't know football, that's bad.
1: Really, really bad. What do you think happens with the Packers moving forward? Going anywhere then. And neither's the GM. Yeah, I don't see anything changing. So I don't. I think it's to the point where
0: the quarterback has leverage. Similar to a Deshaun Watson, which quick update, he most likely diddled those women. He's going to be out of the league and most likely either in prison or to a point where no team's going to touch him until all of the civil suits are paid out in full. And it's again over 20 women. So Aaron Rodgers, again, he's to this point a good person. He sells State Farm. He doesn't diddle people. The franchise has to cater to him. He has the keys and he really can call the shots. And I don't blame him, dude. Like, can you name anybody from the past two drafts of uh, the Green Bay Packers that's been impressive? Aaron Rodgers can play until he's dead. He's similar to Tom Brady, similar to Brett Favre, somebody we talked about on the show before. Just natural thrower, right? It's a backyard-type thing to him. He's got the requisite size. He stays in shape, and he plays on a team where he's not going to get hurt. Like, it just doesn't happen. So. Where do you think the negotiations start? Like, What would you give up if the Steelers, Big Ben, another rape occurs? Can't play anymore. You guys go after Aaron Rodgers. What do you start
1: at? Ooh, Juju. Right, good. He's on a one-year deal. They need receiver.
0: You could throw in Devin Bush coming off an injury. It appears that Pittsburgh, regardless of who's coaching – that defensive brass can really create anybody into an all-pro linebacker. That's my opinion. It's a lot of run and chase. Devin Bush at that point is a luxury. I would throw him in there as well. Maybe even a corner
1: and like three first-round picks. Unfortunately for us, we don't have any corners. Joe Hayden's our best corner, and he's about to be like 32. Maybe um, you put him in enough assets to potentially bring in the MVP of the league.
0: You're going to have to give up a lot. Yeah, they'll make it work. Absolutely. You'll cut other people. You know you will. It's what the Rams do with Aaron Donald. See, I didn't really touch on their draft because it was boring. We did take a wide receiver. South Florida kid. Tutu Atwell is going to be able to take the top off of the defense in that Brandon Cooks role for us. This is a guy that was a four-star recruit. He was the number one option at Louisville in the ACC. Hard to shut down. Good catch rate over 60%. A lot of touchdowns. And he's going to return for us as well. So, like, we're not somebody that's in a position where our quarterback is, you know, threatening to never come back again and just do Jeopardy forever, which I did watch a little bit of Aaron Rodgers and he's great. I wouldn't even mind. I love Jeopardy and I think it brings it up a level. You know, Alex Trebek, poor little out for the kid. He's dead. Very nice, right? Too nice. I like a little edge in my uh, host. As you were saying.
1: He should have gone in the top two rounds, but he opted out last year, so I don't think that helped him at all.
0: Yeah, if you're like a D2 fullback and you're opting out, don't. Not the best decision. Speaking of people not making the best decisions, uh, the Washington Post article here we have, quote, Black man enslaved by white restaurant manager should be awarded more than $500,000, a court said. Now, this obviously took place in Conway, South Carolina. Bobby Paul Edwards is the man pictured here. Wonderful. I mean, this man looks, he looks deranged. This man, 56 years old, has been sentenced to 10 years in prison, and he's been ordered by a court to pay back Jonathan Christopher Smith almost $500,000 in unpaid wages and overtime compensation. Uh, This all took place at, obviously, the notorious J&J Cafeteria, which Matt has been to multiple times. He has a punch card there. What's your favorite thing to eat? Burger. Burger. (laughs) Dude, do you have a Five Guys out in where you're
1: living at, buddy? Oh, absolutely. What do you get on it? Just give me the patty, the cheese, the bacon, and my mayo, sometimes ketchup, and let me get out of the store.
0: You don't Um, want mustard. You don't want... Hot peppers. You don't want onions. No. You don't want. You don't even like lettuce?
1: No. The only time I'm going to eat lettuce is a salad. I'm not going to put it on stuff. That's stupid. <laughs> it's going to taint the meat. It doesn't taint the meat. Yes, it it's does. It's
0: lettuce. It adds a crispness to the bite. I don't. Dude, get yeah, your palate off. So also, no mustard
1: with the beef. What the fuck's up with that? not at five guys. I I'm would just say though, their milkshakes are a game changer. I do see every
0: single time that I go to five guys when I'm ringing out, they're like, do you want a milkshake? I'm like, no, no, I don't. And I yes, resent you, you for asking
1: because I yes. kind
0: of do now. Long story short of this article is uh, you have a boomer like who has a mentally disabled black employee took advantage of him completely to the point where from 2009 through 2014, he didn't pay him at all. And that's five years. Um, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. Uh, Smith, the disabled person had been working at this cafeteria since 1990. Yeah. At 12 years old, they'd been indebting their time to you. They're a good person and you don't care. You just you just trampled all over that trust, and that's not big trust. You know that's the exact
1: opposite. I would say. And it alleges Edwards beat Smith with a belt, punched him, hit him with pots and pans, and burned his neck with hot tongs. Okay, punishing well, but, him to work faster. Did you say hot tongs? Yes, hot tongs. Okay,
0: why? No, but I just I do see somebody maniacally clanging tongs and then wringing the neck of a black, mentally disabled person. I can picture it now. What a wonderful sight. What a piece of shit.
1: And I'm not an expert in the legality field, but I'm going to go ahead and say he's guilty.
0: And again, this is coming from people who... Have, we, we don't have a lot of legal knowledge. I know people, people that are people lawyers. lawyers. So you know a lawyer. This person's guilty. And if you question that, maybe you're guilty. Last topic here while I got Matt, because uh, he's got some Panera to go finish, which take it easy, right? I already made fun of him before the show. It is what it is. It wasn't my decision. I'm just going to put that out there. Creepy robot dog loses job with New York Police Department. So the NYPD had basically been. Uh, subsidizing Boston Dynamics, which is this company out of Boston who makes robots. And they made a DigiDog, which is exactly what you think it is, except it's not cute. And it's not on a Nintendo DS. It's not adorable. There's no reward. This isn't something you can level up. It is a dog that is half robot that will arrest you, potentially tase you, and give you a citation. Now, In theory, Matt, obviously this sounds it's a natural evolution of the American society. However, police canceled the contract which cost $94,000 per dog. After,
1: I I think they should have.
0: Mayor de Blasio said, quote, glad the DigiDog was put down. It's creepy, alienating, and sends the wrong message. The dog was seventy pounds. It roamed around. It identified dangers and crime scenes, and according to the NYPD, kept officers safe. Uh, the only context I see is also quoted here is a viral video of the dog where they let it loose in the Bronx, and people were just like crip walking on it and drop kicked it and spray painted it and like tipped it over and threw it in the river. And what color
1: is the robotic dog? It's yellow.
0: It's like a cute yellow lab.
1: Has it shot anybody? No, it has
0: not. It has not harmed anybody, but it has cost the state $100,000. You know that they didn't just get rid of it. Like, de Blasio has it running around somewhere, or Cuomo, out on the island. Cuomo's
1: probably sexually assaulting it as we speak. Can dogs cry for help? I mean, Vito whines all the time, so I'd say so. Can robot dogs
0: cry for help? he is touching me in my no no zone i would just bash you know you just what you just put a usb in it with like a bunch of downloaded weird german porn and the thing just fucking has a malfunction and falls over and Some problem files yeah any type of torrented pirate bay movie from 2012 that'll do it as well oh you're watching looper on your macbook Well, here's a virus. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Matt. Why don't you go ahead and, you know,
1: outro yourself, bitch. It was supposed to be a big game today, Manchester United versus Liverpool, but that game did not happen. Why not? Um, The game was postponed after fans showed up and took over the field to... The pitch, protest the pitch, yes, to protest, uh the Glazer family who owns Manchester United.
0: So what's wrong with the Glazer family? Which first off, I'll say my first issue: you don't sound British enough, right? You don't sound royal at all. You sound like you own a gas station.
1: Not ideal. Soccer fans just taking over a stadium and shutting down a big game, but
0: they probably they, did it with excellent manners and. Yeah, please don't. Oh, please. Oh, they did. Okay, would you like a blanket? And then they just gave him a blanket and that was it. I'm sure they got after it. What it. So we don't know exactly what they were protesting. Yeah, I think we should be good on that note. Also, Biden gave his State of the Union type address, really faced us, said, hey, guys, I'm here, I'm alive. And uh, this is what we got going on. We're not going to talk about that because it was boring, stupid. And while I was researching what he actually said, I stumbled into something else that was vastly more interesting. So this past week in Florida, a new bill that has passed through both houses, congressionally, in that peninsula, that half island that we call Florida, Um, and this specific bill would fine social media platforms such as Twitter and Facebook for banning politicians. On their platforms, really saying F you going against the grain and saying in our state, uh, we don't restrict access or visibility from our citizens to their elected officials, you know, just because Billy Bob doesn't think that, you know, Jason should be running in the girls 100 meter hurdles, you know, doesn't mean that we shouldn't be able to get access to the new town budget, you know, what they're doing with the infrastructure, like keep me up to date. And we've been seeing that, that trend. This wasn't even necessarily controversial down there. It passed. The law itself, SB 7072, won by a vote of 77 to 38. So this is pretty popular on both sides. Now, this isn't for every rando elected like comptroller. You have to have at least 50 or 100,000 monthly active users. And you have to be able to demonstrate that, hey, in fact, these people are blacklisting me or they're, you know, doing some nefarious shit. This is good, though. All those weirdos in Silicon Valley, that robot with a face, Zuckerberg, you know, those guys quietly have been hoarding power and the ability to really, like, silence all my troll shit. Like, I should have the ability to troll you on the internet. Just the world I grew up in. Call me controversial. But it's what I stand for. And this law is in accordance with that. It's in line with the spirit of uh, what I'm talking about here. I'm sure these companies have billions in the bank. So they're still going to go ahead and pick and choose who they want to just throw off the platform. However, this law in this state gives them a right to fine up to $250,000 per day. And that's a little bit of skrilla. Like, that's a lot. Like, if you had to count from one to 250,000, like, it would take you probably like a week, dude. It's incalculable, but it's a long time. So, yeah, I found that to be interesting. Let's see if it passes, right? It's in the stage now where it's in review, and uh, I refuse to look into it anymore. And lastly, in tragic, I mean, really awful news, President Biden, our Lord and Savior, some would say, equitable to Jesus Christ himself, is going to go ahead and ban all menthol-related tobacco products here in the United States. Um, When I first saw this, I thought it was a, a meme, you know, as the kids say. Did not think it was real. This is another, I guess you could say, gross oversight. God forbid, you know, you didn't consent to being born. To this tragedy that we call life. And maybe, you know, you have a real affinity for uh, camel crushes. You know, the little menthol ball in there. It's fun. You get the girl involved. She crushes it. One of the best ciggies to bum, guys. Gone. Backwards. Gone. Blunts. Gone. What are we supposed to sife now? I can't even imagine. I'm glad I'm somewhat washed up, right? Right Age of 25. Because, God forbid, the tantrum I would have thrown if the ex-felon behind the counter at the gas station wouldn't allow me to get my tobacco. The administration for Biden has come out, basically said we're aligning ourselves with this cause. This is for black lives. We value black lives. All menthol cigarettes purchased in the United States, three-fourths of those were purchased by black Americans. Um, maybe they just like it. So if you hear this and you're a black dude and, you know, God forbid you have freedom of choice because you're an adult with personal fucking agency, well, fuck you. No more menthol. Congressional Black Caucus leader Karen Bass from California was quoted as saying, As we continue to push to protect these black lives, we must put an end to one of the most pernicious destroyers of black health and lives in this country, deadly menthol cigarettes. The boogeyman. So we've moved off frothing at the mouth racist police and now we're on to those pesky cigarettes. I mean, who cares? It's my right to smoke a cancer stick if I want. Like who the fuck who the fuck thinks this is the uh you know, this is kind of the free market idea of what a politician's supposed to be. Yeah, let me let me elect you, bro. Raise my taxes and take away my siggies. You're on the shit list, dude. So I thought this was crazy, clearly going to impact a lot of people. Um, Despite this, obviously, over the past decade, a lot of smokers have transitioned to e-cigarettes, which that's fucking embarrassing. And it really removes the whole idea of what makes a ciggy so dope and that you just look so cool. You look cool as fuck smoking a cigarette, right? You look like you're in a magazine and you slay gash. That upsets Biden. That upsets his dog, Major. He'll give you a little bite for that. But e-ciggies, while those are still around, a lot of people using them, you look like a retard. You don't look cool, dude. Now, this wasn't anything that is a surprise. This was somewhat on the tea leaves for a little bit. The Trump administration worked with the FDA and uh, banned e-cigarette flavors aside from menthol and tobacco. right? The gross ones, he got rid of all that mango tango. The good stuff. And in 2019, also a law raised the legal age to buy tobacco from 18 to 21 in all states. I tell you, if you're over there at Big Cigarette and this message makes it to you, they just don't want to see you win. And us here at Pierce Podcast, we champion those American industries and businesses that employ employ and uh, provide... You know, wonderful memories. Say bye to everybody. Go ahead. I don't know what that means. But that's that's an ep, boys. We're out. Me and Matt, we brought you the cutting edge news. I brought my girlfriend. I costed her. She's in here now. Everybody's involved. So why don't you go ahead, throw us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. If you're listening at this point, I think we both love you. I'll speak for her as well. Um, nothing sexual though. Okay. Relax. And, uh, we'll be here. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.